Okay. <clears throat> I think we're good. This is the first time that I've ever recorded a podcast where everybody was in their socks. I think. I'm pretty sure. The sock podcast. I stream in socks when I'm in like in a house. Yeah. You should always have your shoes off in the house. I do shoes off in the house, but then no socks in the house is kind of weird. A little bit. It depends. I, I guess it depends on your floor. If your house is full carpet, maybe I understand. But floor's cold. Yeah. I feel that. Or tile. Ooh, tile in the mornings. You like it or don't? I don't like it. Yeah, that. it's worse. Yeah. Mm. When you have like tile in the bathroom in the mornings, you're like yeah. running out of bed. Oof. Yeah. Sleeping with socks, on the other hand, psychopath behavior. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh-oh, coach, Uh-oh. coach does it. I don't do that. Okay. okay. That is psychopath behavior. It's weird. I guess if you live in like Alaska, I can't relate so maybe like if i'm fucking freezing yeah but that's so the chances are so low if it's like negative degrees all year round camping or some shit that's fine but i think people do it regularly i can't be fully comfortable like i'll lay in bed and i have socks on like i kick it off yeah get this off of me well and and like don't you wear socks all day so why would you want to keep them on because then they're like roady you're like restricted too yeah it feels very weird if i was i want to free my feet yeah if i was hypothetically sockless all day long Ew. Well, I'm just saying, in whatever world. Maybe you live in the beach or something. Yeah, shit. exactly. Then, yeah. like, sleeping in socks is slightly less weird. Because then it's like a cover. <laughs> then it's like a blinky. I think if you live at the beach, though, it's probably nice all year round. Weather wise, for sure. Yeah, so I still probably wouldn't have socks on when I'm sleeping. Yeah. But yeah, you. I just want them to breathe. I just want my feet to be touching, like, the covers and the blanket. Oh, you got gross blankets? I want it to be. Like, just because uh, more comfortable. Like, yeah. Why are my feet not in the same. Gotta let the dogs loose. Um, yeah. Oh. Dogs are barking. It's funny how sayings like that, there's another one that's going on. It's like old ass people sayings. It is. But then they're memes. They're memes. Like the people talk about the dogs out now. Like kids are talking about that. But that's like a grandpa saying. Yeah. If her toes. Yeah, yeah. Like let the dogs breathe or let my dogs out. There's another one. Fuck. What was it? There's so many. Piggies? No. What is it? Piggies? Piggies, too. Piggies, yeah. Not even just no, about no, feet. Like different oh. Just like that kids are saying now, like the, the Zoomers, mm-hmm. but then it's actually like an 80-year-old's fucking saying. There's a lot of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything old. Yeah. Gets yeah, new. new. Trends cycle around. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Trend. So we're here with the newly crowned pro USAPL. Pro-am, pro. Pro-am, pro. Yeah, it's weird. Women's. Yay. Champ. Open. 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 56. Made weight. Made weight. That was a journey. That was a journey <laughs> in itself, yeah. Got um, me stressed. So we're on location at the Arnold. Two big meets in the USAPL, because uh, for those that don't know how fragmented powerlifting is, now it's only Nationals and the Arnold. Used to be kind of a road to the IPF. It's no longer. And then the big difference, correct me if I'm wrong, Coach, is Nationals is a weight class competition. So it's win on total. Because it's a weight class. Mm-hmm. And the Arnold is a dots competition, at least this one, because it's pros. And there's probably not enough pros to fill out a weight class. Yeah. So basically what we had this past weekend was the Arnold. Um, and they take pretty much the best of the best of each weight class. That's why it's a dots-based meet. So you have to get invited to the Arnold. And then, like you were saying, for Nats or Nationals, it's a huge meet. Like yeah. They actually have to cap the amount of lifters to like 1,000 sometimes. Or does that? Yeah. It's like and they're raising... Qualifying all the time, which is good. No, great. But bro, 10 years ago, (laughs) I'd qual with a push pull. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which I think it should be For a sure. little more. But people are saying that it's too high. Right now. Like the qualification. I've heard that, but it's... I think just because powerlifting is growing too, you're going to get a bigger genetic pool now. So you do need to keep raising the qualifying total because you don't want Natch to be so like open because it's nationals, For right? Sure. So that's why you have to like step up from like local to state then to nationals. So that's uh, my thought process on it at least. No, you're right. I, I was talking to a lot of the big lifters, Jamar and all these people in the mm-hmm. crowd watching Avi and we were throwing around ideas and like the issue is the only sport, and we've talked about this in terms of media and other things too in the podcast, the only yeah. sport I, that kind of sl- starts to relate where we can look bigger picture is probably UFC um, because it's individual f- sport and it's not something you can do every month, right? You'll literally just die. Powerlifting, powerlifters, like uh, less dangerous than UFC, obviously, but you can't compete like five times a year for a very long time. Your body can't handle it. Um, and UFC, same thing. So then how do we build like a bracket system that's big and meaningful because you even even going local state regional nats that's four meets a year your career is just not going to be long there's other pro meets too like virginia or right so Carolina. that's what we were talking about because now they're trying to build a pro circuit and for you to make a living off this to actually be a pro because right now pro is just a title which sucks um i didn't win shit <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. i know oh my god no, nothing nothing i thought there was at least something no, and then guess what? Uh-oh, everyone get in the You're going to get kicked out of the Fed, Everyone dude. in the you're program. Gonna a, you're going to be the villain. This. No, no, no. Everyone, they might, I think some people might agree with me, the Pro-Am Pro, um, who competed on Sunday. Like, there was, there's five who podium, and then, like, yeah, I went first, and, like, but we all took home the same thing. I don't know. Same medal. Cagoots, we say. Same medal. No. And they even said, as they're announcing it, like, Everyone else gets participation awards because, you know, they had to get invited to get here and da-da-da. I'm like, dude, it it's an honor to be on this stage and compete on this stage next to these people in the first place. <clears throat> if I didn't place at all, like, I wouldn't care for not taking a medal home. Well, there's just so many ways you can do it, right? Like, all right, right. let's have a t-shirt that everyone gets yeah. and medals and trophies for the winners. Or let's get a little bit of cash. Let's get a gift card. Let's get sponsorship money. Let's give something to the winners and then medals to everybody. Like, there's so many tiers you could tier out with, like, just the a sprinkle of creativity. You can right. make it matter. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It's all... Fuck them, say I guess it, it's dude. all about the, the finals on Saturday. And then, like... I it's just weird. I thought, uh, and I think you did too, we thought it was going to pool up at the end. So yeah, it's the yeah. finals, more like a prime time. And then the pro-am, it, but they just expected no doubt total the, the prime time, uh, the finals. But if you yeah. did, you should have been thrown in the mix. Like, why not? Yeah, there's like projected things we we're like looking at before, the night before. Like, we we're actually aiming for like top five of all women's raw. Yeah, on the full weekend. <laughs> exactly. So and that's probably the, ended up right there. Yeah, if, if no, we would have. If so, we had to, we would have. Yeah. Yeah. My, total my dots was 520 mm-hmm. and to be what fourth overall in the pro series was 520 to beat 521 yeah so 521 would have put me fifth. in third i think third was like 530 or something yeah but you're in the ballpark no yeah. it would it would have gone me what fourth oh yeah, yeah. so you're 521 yeah <clears throat> yeah it would have gone me fourth place yeah and if you know that which we found out later you couldn't have won the money but you could have probably Squeezed out some bench. Oh, we would have yeah. some deadlifts. Oh, we deadlifts easy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Joe and Michael were yeah. calculating. Not one of your lifts looked hard to us. Not a single Third one. Third squat was like there. Yeah, it was like eight and a half, nine. <laughs> I asked her like right after. I was like, you probably had like 2.55 more yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah. we would have squeezed it out if we had to. Yeah. But since we didn't have to, right. why yeah. risk it at this point? Which just, just does kind of suck. Because again, 
USA Peels like they they always like go like like ten percent there like oh let's make this pro thing okay well like why how mm-hmm. what's it gonna do why are we calling them pros if it's not gonna help like there's money going on somewhere like the screens at the meet cost probably fifty grand on the weekend like why don't we just like make a smaller screen and pay some people like what really matters and think- to me it's not like the squiggly screen we could have got a flat screen saved five k and gave it to lifters mm-hmm. you know. The screens cool. are like twelve grand a day or something. Like yeah, that. it's just so, some crazy number. Right. So th- I don't, I don't, I don't see their budget. I don't know what their actual invoice looks like, but just having looked at them, yeah, it just seems weird to me. They're um, very expensive. And again, like I haven't run a meet of that caliber, but we've run pretty big meets and have been around big meets. There's just ways to like make it about the lifter, where it always seems, and this isn't just USA, USA PLS everywhere. It just always seems to come down to be about the Fed at the end of the day. Yeah, they're they're the ones that want to look good. They're the ones that want to like talk about themselves. Like even the the, the final announcement of the thing is like go to usapl.com and I get it, bro. Like you got to make money, but like what the fuck? What, why are we really doing this? Because without the community, without the lifters, without the people on YouTube that promote it, without the Johnny Candidos that led the way, like there's no the, none of this is happening. And you're that's what we'll dig in later because you're a degenerate like I, myself, <laughs> and you just been in the depths of YouTube. But like that's what that's where it started. I mean, USAPL had 5,000 members in like 2012. Mm-hmm. Now it's got like 25,000 or 30,000 members. And it had a split, right? Yeah. And that's not because they bought squiggly screens. It's literally not the squiggly screen that every brought, ever bought a member. Yeah, I remember when I was like first starting powerlifting in like 2014, 2015, I was looking for a meet and there's like no USAPL meets in California. There was like nothing at all. So I had to do USPA. You competed in USPA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I weighed in 10 pounds under my weight class. I competed at 165s. Uh, and I weighed 155, and I was like, "All right, this is n- interesting." Yeah, yeah. I never turned on a deadlift bar before. Did so. you go in alone? Do you have buddies out? You I did have buddies. With? Yeah. Okay. So that was fun. That's like the main reason I did it. I think that's like a really good way to get into powerlifting. Yep. Just do it with your friends. But yeah, there was no USAPL meets. If there were, it's like once a year, yeah. and it never lined up if you were in school. Like it always like in a finals week or something. No. Even still, it's still enough. There's probably like in SoCal, there's maybe five a year. Yeah. And in NorCal, there was three a year, and who knows? But now, yeah. like, you don't even need to leave SoCal mm-hmm. in order to find a meet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every meet you've done so far has basically yeah. been exactly. San Diego. Well, they're not. There's not a plethora of them. No. Michael, yes. introduce yourself real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm Michael. I am Abby's coach. Uh, we've been together for what, two years? A little over, yeah, a little January of 2021. 2021. That's when I coached her for her first meet. And now we've done three meets together now. Yeah, so the January local meet, meet nationals. nationals. And now the Arnold. Um, so I am also a USAPL lifter. I haven't competed in three years, four years now. But you signed up for a meet. I signed up for a meet recently, yeah. July 1st. Back in the SD, yeah. Uh, best numbers in the meet. So it's been like four years. It's 501 squat. 303 bench and a 556 deadlift. Strong. Yeah, nice. not bad. Um, and the, heavier in 150 now, though. I am. So, But <laughs> I, I've competed in the same weight class technically for all three meets. Oh, so you're still a 165er? Yeah, I was well, like 166 this morning. It's all right. Like, I know how to cut. Uh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut one pound. It's fine now. Ever since they changed the weight classes for USAPL now, oh, yeah. too. Oh, is, is it better for you? Yeah, so basically it was 74 to 75, so I get two more extra pounds of fat. Uh, I lost. Yeah. I lost. I lost, too. Yeah. yeah. I was 205. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not that I compete or give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're out yeah. of the conversation. Hypothetically, yeah. one day, yeah. maybe. But yeah, um, a little bit more outside of lifting. I am currently in pharmacy school, about to graduate in two months. Countdown. Seven nice. days. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. a so lot. See him for drugs. Um. <laughs> All the drugs. All of them. USAPL, yeah. don't look at this. Yeah. <laughs> USPA lifters, come on in. USPA. Yeah. As he was like getting into his third year, or 
of um, farm school, he was telling me like, yeah, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll be coaching anymore after that because he coaches other people too. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, like I get it because it gets busy. Um, but that was really upsetting. But we're here. We're here now. We made it through. <laughs> so we're still going. You think yeah. it'll be easier after you graduate? Because obviously work and like clinicals and tests and you got a bunch of other shit to do still. Yeah, exactly. I was actually talking to a bunch of other pharmacists. They're like, yeah, I love life after graduation because you have a consistent schedule. Once you leave work, you don't have to think about anything. But in school, it's school all the time. You got to yeah. study for tests. Got to be like professional all the time. But like once I leave work, it's I'm out. Don't have to think about it. So, so you think coaching will be a little easier maybe? Even. For sure. He's a workaholic, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but also, we um, we met at, in 2018 mm-hmm. at, it was both of our first USAPL meets. Um, so we were friends for a while. Mm-hmm. And then we started, he started coaching me in 2021. Yeah. So like, we're friends. But we we're always like in touch. Yeah, exactly. As friends. So we're not just like coach athlete. We're friends before that. It is crazy even though that you've only done like what, five meets total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just won the Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Kinda. What was your first? What was your first squat ever at a Ooh. meet? Oh my god! I don't know. Dude, I don't even know. Um, You've only done five, bro. Somewhere. It's not like that's twenty years ago. It was it yesterday. It was twenty eighteen. Okay, it was five years. That ain't shit. That was, but it was a big gap from like twenty. I did my last three in the last two years. Yeah, you have no clue what your first squat was. I can't remember. I know I. I, I think my deadlift was. 280 something so i don't know 280 and you just pulled 430 yeah with room yeah i plenty. was pulling conventional my first meet too oh so I pull it up the somewhere. last time you pulled a real <laughs> <laughs> no she's pulled conventional in oh, the yeah. off season I pulled conventional. like what 365 355 for like three or four three or four yeah 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 i wish i could max out conventional. Bar. maybe saturday yeah third street barbell yeah <laughs> conventional max out uh no. Well, if I want to max out, I want to. You do both. You. What? I'm versatile, dude. I'll do it. Okay, let's do it. I'll, I'll pull them no soon promises. Off. I have no idea how I'll feel. Yeah, she she was all giddy last night at dinner and shit, and then we're all in an Airbnb together. And she just like rolls out of bed like my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I feel like I fell down a flight of stairs. <laughs> So you you had a relatively big cut for this meet. How much did you? It's I don't even know at this point. I was okay. I was weighing at one thirty, one thirty to one thirty two, mm-hmm. uh, maybe six weeks out, and I thought it would just drop after cleaning up my diet mm-hmm. to like maybe one twenty eight, one twenty nine, um, and then from there I'll actually cut. But, but you never like pigged is the issue. Because even in your off season, yeah. she obviously works for us, so I see her every day. She's like eating chicken and rice in the back. It's not like she's in the back slamming yeah, fucking sure. pizza. No, yeah. <laughs> I definitely was just like, I'm not watching my calories or anything. Because I'm like, in off season, if I weigh over, like it's pretty normal. And it'll help with recovery and training. Like, it's fine. But I just, I was sitting so consistently, so steady at 130. It would not budge to like 120 anything and i started stressing out I'm like i've never been this heavy like what is going on <laughs> so i started cutting started at 1400 calories a day and then that's already low because before that i was doing 16 1500 yeah um like last year i had to cut and then 1400 it wasn't really moving either and then i did 1100 and you that was terrible this time so stress is high 
You're oh, walking yeah. more. I was moving. Those 1100 days that like really started scaring me. I was like, we're in like peak training now, like yeah. high intensity training. And I was like, right. it's kind of rough. We had yeah. the third street barbell meet, which was like, it yeah. was a lot. Crazy weekend. Yeah, it was really fun. It was cool. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, that same weekend was when I moved downtown. So like I was trying to get like pack my shit and move um, mattresses on the floor type of thing, mm-hmm. living out of boxes or whatever. Um, and then, right, the cut didn't help with that. And my shoulder started hurting and... <laughs> You know, this it just all kind of everything. Like, yeah, it's just, when it rains, yeah. it pours. Yeah, well, it's just kind of been like a, a crazy like six months for you. Oh, the past? No, I can't even. I'm waiting for things to slow down or yeah, to like they probably won't cruise yeah. just for maybe a little bit. Probably so I not. Can take in what the hell just happened since no. August. You, you're working with the wrong folks. Probably won't slow down. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to slow down. <laughs> maybe okay. Maybe okay. Phrase, training phrase, might like one piece wrong. might one piece might like training might right. Training you got yeah, a little yeah, bit. six months to Nats. Maybe. Like moving my, but like as soon as one thing okay. goes down, the others go up. Okay, so there's no steady flow. Things no, get I don't reprioritized. Think so. I mean, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone out there, but like in my 12 years of like doing this, no. One I, one thing will be on like cruise control, like I said, like oh, or you'll lock in your training or your diet because we're like traveling less, but then like this goes up or that goes up or coaching will go up or creativity mm-hmm. or maybe pick a new hat that you're working at Third Street or another company. Like something is always going to go up. Yeah, because, right, I was, if I get into the routine of things, and then things are kind of like, the gears are just moving smoothly, and there's no, like, parts being thrown in or taken out or whatever, like, I kind of breathe for a second. Um, not to say, like, I'm not working, but just so, like, I have a routine. Yeah. And I know what to do, when to, like, you know. Um, I just feel like I haven't had the chance to, like, kind of process. Because yeah. everything's been moving and changing constantly so much so quickly like month to month everything's different and then i'm always in these moments where i'm like um holy shit how did i get here you know yeah Uh, i think that um for lifters who are more into the content creation game and social media and actually working as trainers both in person and online uh, I think it's a it's a different deal than maybe somebody who's got like a regular nine to five and then then they're just and they're just lifting and that's their their hobby but they're dedicated enough to it to be a top lifter. Yeah, I'd probably actually say it's harder. Although other people think the opposite, where they're like, oh, I work a nine to five and I'm still a top level power lifter. But when you have a nine to five, like you have stability of benefits, you have stability of pay, and you have stability of vacation, and you have stability of weekends. Um, so you can literally set your schedule. All right, I work eight to five. I train from six to ten or six yeah. to eight. Then I eat dinner at ten. Like you have that. Um, and although people from the outside be like, well, you own a gym and you work in a gym all day. Of course you're jacked. Like we're not training all day. Like Abby helps with our fulfillment. Abby helps with our gym membership. She obviously runs our classes. She obviously has her own coaching on the side. Like she, she wears multiple hats that are inconsistent um, because the, the input of the world, we're, we're working direct to consumer. We're direct working direct to the world, and you are too, because now you're on my team, sadly. Uh, where the rest of the people, you're, you're working directly for a company. Yeah. And so you work, even you coach, like once you get your job, like you said, we were just talking about this. Everyone yeah. said how easy it is. Right. Because yeah, once you get your job, you're like, oh, well, that's crazy. Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm here uh, two to eight at night and then I clock out and I do whatever the fuck exactly. I want. But it's every Tuesday, Thursday is the exact same. Not that they don't have stresses nine to oh, five or whatever. And not that it's easier or harder, but everyone thinks like, oh, you work in the fitness industry. <laughs> of course you're going to be fit. <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's actually harder to be fit. <laughs> I do feel like I have, I am fortunate to be able to train, um, 
like kind not whenever I want but I, I have a more flexible schedule so and because I do see people talking about that like people with certain careers being not being able to like train as often or they have other priorities set and like they're kind of brought up I don't know like seen as what do you like how do you say more hardworking or yeah. they're they're given more credit but that kind of makes me feel like I have to take away my own credit. Does that make sense? No, that's why I'm arguing for you. I actually, <laughs> yeah. I actually think it's harder the other way. Because like, I, I think you have more access to a gym, but I don't know if it's more flexible. Because like, yeah, you, you got keys to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can go in there. I mean, you can go in there, whatever, but you have other work to do that moves. Your work moves. Other people's work don't move. Mm -hmm. And then from the content standpoint, like if some if Mike's going someplace that it, that it would be beneficial for you to go along, or if we have somebody in, in the in, you know, to 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 shoot content yeah, with Omar was in and then you're doing photo shoots and now your your inter training's interrupted and like yeah yeah you still get your training done because you're a dedicated athlete but like that stuff's important for your 20 year plan where that deadlift session is important for your six month plan and you have to look at all of it and you do it all well but I'm just saying it's not easy it's weird it's my job in a sense hanging out with Omar Esau dude yeah you're in the sponsored ad your traps what? That's what that picture is. I found it. Oh yeah. Did you see? I I have not seen that yet. Girls for girls. <laughs> Abby. Is that one photo? Yeah, it okay. looks like a pulp fiction y shirt kinda. I don't know what he based it off of. Is oh. it comic ish? I don't know. Like He's very creative. It's probably something really cool that I don't know. Oh, Omar? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Omar is very creative. Abby's the sponsored post. Yeah. Not credited. Get your fucking check, dude. No. We'll yell it right now, Omar Esoft. Where no. are you? <laughs> Pay her. It was an honor. <laughs> it was an honor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The bench session, I think. I think it was the best bench session you were just uh, feeling good at. Um, There's a day. memory for you. Which one? The 92 and a half for a double? Yeah, it was close to that. It was very close to that. No. That one was during the meet, third sheet. Like, there was that night mm. we set up the gym. Okay. Because Omar was a week after, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it? it's been a tornado, too. My memory's shot. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't stop and then we like travel um and then like launch the year moves so fast when this stuff happens when you when you plan it out based on meets mm -hmm. and then like meet preps and stuff and then also like clothing launches yeah. gym events gym events it's just like you because we get back we got second saturday yeah because in the last the the last three months before meet or before a drop or whatever it's like all preparing for it and then it's like the next one and then Three of those get, go by, four of those, and it's the end of the year. Yeah, and it's like holy shit. The yeah. same thing. Like we're again talking shit on the regular folk out there, but like your your year's based around like spring break if you have kids, summer break if you have kids, and then like Thanksgiving, and so you have like a like a tribe. But like ours would break down into two weeks because every two weeks something's happening. Yeah, we're always constantly trying to move things and push things. Like every second Saturday, we we kind of have a plan yeah, to. We definitely try be there or like do something or there's a. This last one, it was a whole different gym arrangement. We we're trying to see how that was flowing, um, things like that. We had more day passes that day than any day that we've ever had. Yeah, it's growing. Yeah. Now the weather's going to get good. I think it's just going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. Once the summer, it's a perfect timing, I think. Like People are starting to know about the gym more and then like the college students are, you know, summer's coming. Yeah. So they'll have more free time. They'll be spending more time like, away from school hopefully maybe and then they don't have to go to the well or the, the gym at the school 
So they wanna they're gonna wanna hang out at the cool gym with all their cool friends. With cool mm. Avi, the Arnold winner. <laughs> yeah, Champion. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll do a meet and greet. There you could. Do we have any idea who won? Uh, how many how many years have they been doing the pro meet at the Arnold? One, maybe two. One, maybe two. It's yeah. very, very new just because like USAPL did their own yeah. thing. When did they actually split from IPF? A year and a half ago? Probably a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, maybe. so the pros are probably a year and a half. Very recent. So I don't even know if it was pros at the Arnold. Yeah. This was for sure, I think the oh, I just whistled hell out. <laughs> I think for sure the first uh, pro final. Because mm-hmm. it was like the first year of pro circuit stuff, whatever yeah. the heck that is. Yeah. And that's still like being built. I yeah, it's still being definitely refined for sure. So they have to work out a lot of things yeah but you said that earlier too like before we were talking usapl kind of does things like 10 percent of the way yeah and they just have to refine a lot i mean i get it when something's new you don't know all the logistics behind it but still there's it's not as hard as people think exactly like like, i think they're looking at the wrong shit so i don't know because i don't know who makes these decisions but it seems like from the outside and what i understand of the pro circuit which i don't understand a lot uh it seems like they're looking at ifbb bodybuilding because it's a point system based on how you place after multiple meets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that. I know like Steve Denobi just put out their power rankings for like athletes and coaches too. And I guess it depends on how well you placed. Yeah. So we get to like rack up points to get so to the we're final. Up there. And, and we're what, up there. how do you do that? You got to do more meets, which more goes meets. back to my old point of comparing it more to UFC. So bodybuilding, UF, uh, IFBB, that's how you used to get to the Olympia. Mm-hmm is you win like a certain amount of pro shows and you're auto-qualled or you get like fifth at like five okay shows and you get enough points to get in. But you can't do that in powerlifting and you can't do that in the UFC because your body can't take it. Mm -hmm. But if you're already shredded in bodybuilding, you could compete every weekend. It's not going to crush you because you're already shredded. But it looks like they're building the pro circuit based on that, which makes, or golf. Mm -hmm. Golf is similar. You do a million little tourneys to get your purse. Where like it just doesn't work that way for powerlifting. One, because you're not getting paid. So like how do you travel? Like most of these people are normal folks. Like sure, some have like better jobs or not better jobs, but that should be irrelevant to the sport, right? Like the income. So for if there's what, four or five pro meets a year. Yeah. And one's in like fucking Hawaii, one's in Vegas, one's in Virginia. It doesn't matter where you live. To go to all three of those, you're gonna have to spend twenty K. It's a lot, yeah. And, and they're not giving us money. Right, yeah. and they're not helping at all. <laughs> Nothing so like, at all. how do they expect a one regular athlete who's paying a normal membership? Do they at least waive your membership fees? Probably not. Nerd. How is that not the easiest <laughs> thing? I'll rip the USAPL for you guys. How is that not the easiest thing? We have under 100 pros probably. How do you not just say you get an automatic year or five years of USAPL membership? See, you're about the people. You always have been. Tell them, Abby. <laughs> Vote no, for like- me. I turned 35 <laughs> this year. I'm running for president. There you go. I'm running for president. <laughs> no, uh, you were talking about it earlier. I'm oh, making about the athletes. Like, let's, you know, take some of the production, you know, down a little bit so we could give back to the athletes because the community, the athletes, that's what makes a sport, you know. Um, and that's always, you're always in that mindset of like <clears throat> the people and you, that's the same mindset you carry with Third Street Barbell. And so like, that's all I that's what I see or hear when you're saying that kind of stuff. And it's like, they don't see it that way though. That's like, $500, don't... right? What's a USAPL membership? A hundred something. A hundred something. I had to like complain to Abby about this. Like when you buy yeah. or renew USAPL membership, it's not one year from when you buy. It's end of the calendar. Year. So if you buy in Which December, you get one month of membership. That's crazy. We had that issue at our meet. A bunch yeah. of people didn't know because our meet's early Feb. Yeah. And they're like, oh, which sucks. So you have, let's, I don't making all these numbers up, but let's say you have 50 fucking pros, mm-hmm. which is probably about right somewhere. Yeah. A hundred bucks a head. They're losing no money 
Like, give the pros a free membership. That's the well, least you can fucking do. Especially because you're making the name of your Fed off of your top lifters, right? She, yeah, one billion. Abby's paying to be a professional. Yeah, what that's, the fuck sport you do that in? Yeah. LeBron James ain't got an NBA membership. You want this to be taken seriously, to take as a professional sport, to be looked at as a professional yeah. sport, and you can't even give her a free membership? Yeah. Well, but I did the wrong medal at my meet, and I got slapped on the wrist. Yeah, oh I was going to say, uh, having just done one of the biggest local USAPL meets ever at our gym, the amount of support that we got from the USAPL itself was... It was the same as not wearing underwear. Was negative. Yeah, was I negative. had double Ds with no bra on. It's that type of support I got, Abby. That's very true. No support. They're I wouldn't know around, that all by themselves. But literally, <laughs> we were t we were told that um, the uh, area chairman didn't believe that we could pull off the meat. There was a lot of bitching and complaining about how it was set up. And then afterwards, we got bitched at because the logo on the metal was somehow wrong. And we didn't, even though the the guidance on backdrops only came out a week and a half before our meet, we were told we didn't comply, whatever, whatever, uh, after the fact. It just, no nobody has greeted us with open arms. And this, when we say that feds need lifters and gyms and coaches more than gyms and coaches and lifters need feds we are not kidding i'm not gonna throw names out there because i don't want to get them in trouble but i talked to four pros um yesterday in the meet that are all pros in this sport either in the ipf usapl over the last years and I don't want to quote them exactly or say their name so I don't get in trouble. And I want to put it on them so I don't look pretentious. But they basically said, like, Mike, you're somebody. They need you. You don't need them. They said that. I'm like, yeah, like, you're not wrong. Like, I, we can fill out meets without them. Like, you what, said that too. Yeah, like, what do they want? Like, I want the lifters to have a good time. I want the lifters to not have to pay $5,000 to go compete. Like, all those things aren't that far away if they actually thought about it. But they're not thinking about it. They're thinking about like all this dumb shit that doesn't help the sport actually grow. And then yeah. meanwhile, yeah, they want to put Avi on Instagram and get her. Uh, she got like the most fucking liked post they've ever posted in their fucking career. You know, they have like, 60,000 views. And that's great to build up story. Yeah. But then like don't, don't then take care of them. Yeah. Like it's got to be it's got to be a mutual benefited thing. And Avi can go to the USPA. She can go to the WRPF. She can go to she can go to APA. She can go anywhere and have the exact same amount of success. America and, and compete <laughs> yeah, she can literally go have the exact same experience, and like, why? What's keeping her here? What's keeping any athlete here? And it, it's been shown many are popping around. Like, shout out to the Sheffield. It seems like Pete at SBD is trying to do something to make a change, at least something different. Yeah, I, I think he's helping with their flights over to the UK. Obviously, offering money for wins. Like, at least he's trying to rustle it up. And look at that. He's not. He's works with feds, but he's not a fed. You know, mm -hmm. it's because it takes somebody else. Because these feds obviously just don't seem to care. Yeah about the people or athletes like they we we're a chess piece to yeah. help them get somewhere else yeah. like they don't see us for a pawn in particular a pawn you should be even, a queen and they want to treat you like a pawn why is the king uh so shit in that game you're smart coach i can't answer that question why are we only, why are we only like move one step and the queen be eating everybody that's how it is in real life too yeah, because it's all based on Macbeth. I don't know. Oh, is it? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. That. I, have no idea. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. It's There's, it's true. Ooh, we know that. I do know how to play. I'll beat you. Okay, let's play. Bro, the king ain't doing shit. That's the thing. Doesn't move and has to be protected. And the queen could do everything. Yeah, they made us so soft. 
I mean, or did a puppet. They? No, that's not how it went. No, you are soft. That's no, what I'm saying. Not me. I make all the moves. I'm leading the battle. I protect you. I'm leading the battle with the sword. Mm-hmm. Head first. But yeah, well, like they're just we're pawns on their board, and then they use us to get to wherever they need to in order to grow the numbers. So they just like see. I just it's like they see numbers on a screen, and it's like, what can we move in order to like get this number up? But they don't. They're not. They're not thinking what in the bigger picture, the grand scheme of things, like the long run, yeah. And maybe like how we could both benefit, how we can mutually like help each other, you know. Well, to me, like again, like the commissioner. I only know regular sports. I don't know shit about this powerlifting, despite being in it. But like the commissioner of the NBA, like probably has text LeBron James something mm-hmm. over the years. They at least know each other. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to anyone in the USAPL ever? Mm, no. Look at that zero communication trend. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, why? Like, this is the tiniest sport. <laughs> There's, It's so easy to get shit done. It's so easy to find you, especially with the Instagram and shit. It's so mm-hmm. easy to find. You know, I've heard, I have heard lately, they've talked to, like, the Noriegas and the Russes and asked, how can we make the sport fun and cool or whatever? Like, I've heard that. I've never got solid info on it. Um, but, yeah, like, how do, you, how do you not do that? Mm-hmm. How is there a participation medal rather than, like, or who was even there yesterday? I saw people in suits, but who are these motherfuckers? I have no idea. Like, who they hey, were. Where's yeah. like the head of this shit? Why aren't they up there high fiving you or something? No, the guy who put the medal. Who's he? Got medals. He's the USAPL's like chairman, president. Yeah. yeah okay, like that's that. cool. That's yeah. cool. He's a president. He's at nationals too. Okay. But like, yeah. who actually? If you didn't know, like, if they didn't announce his name, would you even know who he was? No, I don't exactly. know. His name. So I don't exactly. Know his name. So that there's zero communication from the top down. Yeah, it's so weird. Especially as a pro, I feel like you should at least know someone. Yeah, and. Okay, so pro meet, there is a, a small number of lifters, 20, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah I think it's 20 per day, depending on like pro am. Well, that whole yeah, but, just, but I'm talking about just yeah. yesterday's session. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday we'll was 22. 22. So, 22. So this weekend there was a pro am, right? And then there was the pro final. And they split up the pro am to amateur day and pro day, which kind of defeats the purpose in my mind. It's cool, but it's fine. But the whole idea is that the ams get to play with the pros. Because I did like, I played pro am basketball. Like, that's the fun of it. Like, I never played pro, but I have an NBA guy on my team and I'm guarding an NBA guy. Not that it's a huge deal, but why split it up, right? Like, there's there's so, pro well, finals, pro pro amateurs, and then pro, pro pros. Pro. Well, like, I would rather put all the ladies on a day and then all the dudes on the day. So at least the pro ams. Because then it's an actual pro-am. You didn't do a pro-am. You did a pro-pro, and they did a pro an am am <laughs> like, Right? So, yeah. yeah I was no confused. Sense. But yeah, basically, there was three, three days, but technically two meets. Because you competed technically against the AMs. Mm. Score-wise, I think. Score-wise. But I think it would have been better overall, even if it was like all, like you said, all yeah. of the females on one day, then all yeah. males on one day. Then you can actually fight for placing again. Right. right. And, and then be both stacked up. You could actually compare how well you do across and it's everyone. Fun for the, yeah. And it's yeah. fun for the amateurs to look up to go where they're going. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's just a local meet for them. Yeah. yeah. Underdog stories. Amateurs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Christiane Hazard, she was, you know, up there. Yeah. So basically, that's what happened. So they had the AMAM day, the pro final day, oh, which oh was gosh. invite at the pro day, and then the pro pro day. And there was never any effort that I, I mean, maybe there was, and, and I don't know anything about it, but um, to secure like discounted hotel rooms for the, the top people. No, nothing like that. No kind of stipend or anything at all that makes it a little bit easier on the kind of the smallest but most essential part, and that's actually staying in the town where the the meets being held. Yeah, people are flying from everywhere, but Keenan. What oh, Keenan flew from, from Korea. Korea. Oh, good lord. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was just like, hey, you're invited, come fly across the country to like do this for us. Yeah. You know, like. 
I don't know what they did for him. I didn't um, want this podcast to be a uh, rip a USAPL podcast, but um, hopefully it's constructive. Like we're giving ideas. Track in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying don't compete in the USAPL. No, we're, we're asking. We're saying ask for more. Well, from and I'm the saying like USAPL, USAPL. If you're a listener, if this reaches your ears, like these are easy fixes. Like, how do you not hit up the Hilton? Say, hey, I have 50 professional athletes of my beautiful federation coming in. Can we get them 10 percent off? It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Yeah, it's like the effort. A little bit of something. Hey, uh, exactly. Hey, Avi uh, and pros. I know you compete on Sunday. We're having a catered dinner Sunday night or Saturday after you guys uh, check your stuff. Of, just so you know and it could be a shit sandwich do you know a shit that? sandwich the cpu does that actually in canada they have a dinner oh, an awards banquet after nats yeah which yeah. is pretty crazy That's really yeah cool. well I'm strongman see- does that too no yeah. everyone fucking does it boss of bosses did it everyone fucking i don't know what's happening down here it's just so easy to do or the meat t-shirts hey congratulations when that's your check-in welcome to be a professional here i mean fucking a t-shirt 10 bucks a wristband Bruh, I went to a gym out here. Shout out to uh, fucking pros gym. They gave me a wristband for buying a day pass. That's fucking sick. You know, it's yeah. such. It's just like effort rather than like pure cash. About when, the people. Dude, mm-hmm. what are they thinking about when they're setting these things We're up? We're not even like in themselves. An, yeah. 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 We're not even like in an email group. Like I didn't receive, you know, it's like pro, you didn't they're not even talking to, to us. Yeah. They didn't even show you how to sign up for a long time. And I think as pros, like we're supposed to be, I'm not saying like, I don't think I'm. I deserve like whatever the fuck uh, treatment. And I'm not a queen or I'm not a princess about this stuff, but it's supposed to be like we are the kind of like the top, right? We are at the top. There are fewer of us, so and you are trying to create this kind of. Um, it's supposed to be more fun to watch for the viewers, mm-hmm. and, like grow your viewership and then your community, and you're making it into it this person versus that person. That's why you have these cool reels. It's like making the sport seem cool, and then you get to sell whatever, and you have people join this, join your federation, or inspire more people to like power lift, and they yeah. want to grow the community, but for numbers' sake, well, not the, for community. Besides sake. the big screen behind you, what made yesterday any different than a local meet? I was thinking about that, yeah. Zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the competition was better. But technically, y'all could have signed up for our meet and done it. Y'all could have gotten a group text, which is old school powerlifting. Like, yo, let's go head to head. You're hella strong. Let's sign up in this meet. It's kind of just like to say, to say like, oh, I competed at the Arnold. But like, what is that? But that's we been a show for it. Like, I mean, what is that? Yeah. yeah, that's been a thing. And that is cool because you got to meet people. And cool. we had a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. And that's very cool. But what makes that you a professional there? No, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, really. Right? Like right. that kind of, that's like stupid. <laughs> like why have a pro-am? Mm, they reach out to you and ask how to pronounce your name correctly. That's maybe that, the that's only the thing. coolest thing. That was the one guy. Thing. That was the one, and that's probably on his shout own out. accord. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout, out. shout out to Leon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know his last name, but he was a commentator and he reached out the night before asking how to pronounce my name. Yeah, so that's like, effort at least. Right? Shout out to him. Yeah. That is effort because some people don't do that. Some people don't care, yeah. which is fine. But like even that, I will remember, like I remember his name and like that's something I'll, I felt like, oh, I'm seen. And I was surprised yeah. because... Because you put in the effort. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't get that kind of, I guess, quote-unquote treatment. I'm not actually going to be whatever, but it'd be cool if they actually knew who I was or um, they talked to us and see us as people. Yeah, a little versus- interview or something. I even talked about Powerlifting America. Um, I think it was their nationals two weeks ago or something. Um, they did post-meet uh, interviews. And they sat down at like a press conference-looking thing. I only saw one clip, but it looked fucking sick. Like, again, whether that's, like, fake and made up and maybe it's sketchy at first, maybe there's hiccups and maybe the audio didn't record, who cares? You're trying to do something to get the athletes built up. 
So like, mm-hmm. like where, yeah, where's the effort for it? They're doing, you, just trying to do that kind of, I feel, yeah. but like not in the right ways. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You can't survive on putting out the minimum viable product forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to put more thought into it. As you, you said, it's not any different than yeah, any, in mean, any other meat. Yeah, I mean, talk about like majoring in the minors. Yeah. We're worried about the logo on a metal rather than worried about like, I would rather have them like slap my wrist like, hey, you need spotters and loaders that have lifted for five years. Okay, that's cool qualification. Makes sense. Oh, you want a strong yeah. guy to catch a weight. You know, like rules that safety like, of the you know, yeah the li- rules, of the people. That, rules that make sense. I talk about that all the time, and like uh, I'm actually consider myself partially uncoachable as an athlete um, because I don't I don't I can't do shit that isn't logical. Mm. And so like yeah, if I have a smart coach, I have no issue. Joe Stanek coached me in deadlifts and everything uh, this last year for like five months well your coach should have logic right well, well <laughs> all this no but all this stuff should but it doesn't everything should have logic everything you make a decision to do as a federation as a business owner as mm-hmm. anything you should be able to explain why you do it me yes. and jim talk about that all the time yeah. jim says this so i'm like oh jim i think this and then jim will be like well i think of this way because this and that and i'll be like okay well i think this way because this and that and then we'll agree on something whatever this and that sounds better yeah like Oh, I think we should put this on the website because this and that. you know, like there's always a reason. I'm not just saying, "Hey, Jim, no, put green there." Yeah, and then no, fuck e- you. E- every once in a while, it's kind of a gut thing. Like yeah, I don't for really, sure. yeah. And if neither of us have an answer, yeah. we'll just like drop our hat to the other one. Like, yeah. all right, yeah, go roll. Like, uh, but they should too. Like, why why can't they get a T-shirt for the meat, or why can't we make the pro meat special, or or, or, or hey, I think it would be cool if because of yeah. I don't know hopefully it'll change because it is still fairly new and um maybe they will start I, I would love to get more um insight on how the pro maybe pro finals because obviously i saw what it was like back there for us in the yeah. pro pros um but and like are we not pros it makes me feel like i'm not a pro sure because i'm like separated from them but i wonder if their treatment i guess was any better any better or different you know what I mean? You know, the easiest thing to do right now is for whoever's USAPL ears this reaches is send out an email to all the pros that competed with a survey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, what how was, was your experience at the Arnold? How was this one to five? How was this one to five? How was this one to five? What was your best part? What was your worst part? What is something you would add? What was something you'd change? Mm-hmm. I'm doing your job wow. for you, motherfuckers. You just put a list of questions. Yeah. 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 Google form. Easy. It's free. Google form. Yeah. It's so easy. Right. We're getting more communication from our Airbnb. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. More follow up as well. Yeah, it's weird. Shout out to yeah. The- you get more from Starbucks. You use their fucking point system than yeah. being a pro athlete. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, fun. Let's turn positive. I yeah, let's fun. let's finish this on a positive. You smashed weights. I did. And you ruled. What numbers did you hit? Oh, um, three fifty eight squat, one ninety eight bench, and four thirty deadlift. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's like what seventeen point five. Kilo, kilo meat PR, PR. all time deadlift PR, matched squat gym PR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And what's a pound total? 1,010, 1, 1,986. Yeah, it'll be better. Yeah. So well, our next set of guests are here. Yeah, stay tuned for their nationals September. That's gonna be Memphis. fun. Memphis, we'll Memphis, Tennessee. Um, 
Shout them out, coach. Where can they find you? Are you taking on clients? You're too busy. I am taking on clients now. All right, shout yeah. them out. Only yeah. good athletes, only strong ones. <laughs> yeah. ones that are serious. Do not waste his time. Yeah. Okay. Shout them out. At Kilogram, K-I-E-U-L-O-G-R-A-M. On Instagram? On Instagram. Best place yeah. to get coaching to there? Yes. Hit you up? Hit me up there. Nope. Here Abby, hit him. Instagram, avi.lu, A-V-I dot L-I-E-U. Third Street Barbell, if you're there, Abby's taking on clients. Uh, she's got classes. Come join the community. She's there, 3SB.co. Clothing is live. Yep. Basic drop. Um, Abby's wearing most of it. A couple crew necks, a couple shorty shorts, uh, and some tees. Check it out. I'm selling Mike where you want to find me. Brand new episode every Wednesday and Friday. I'm at the Jim McDee on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast. And I met the person who started Spreaker Prime this weekend. That was fun. Uh, in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. Stop.